as we uh, prepare now to turn to Scripture, uh, we're, we're kicking off uh, today the, our, our journey through the Bible. Uh, we'll be starting at the beginning, which is really the only place to start. And uh, each week throughout the, the next nine months, we're going to uh, work our way through the overarching story of Scripture. Uh, we'll meet a lot of different characters. We'll see a lot of different things as we learn uh, the history of, of salvation and what God is doing in us and among us and around us. And so we'll be looking today at Genesis uh, chapter 1. We'll only read uh, the first five verses, but we'll look at most of that, uh, that first story of creation in our sermon. But as we turn to God's word, let's first go to God in prayer. Let us pray. Lord, we do thank you for this church. We thank you for all the quirks that make us who we are. We thank you for the chance to gather together, to join our hearts in prayer, our voices in song. We thank you for the chance to read the Bible together now. As we turn to your word, we ask that you would be here with us, that the spirit that inspired the writing of these words would inspire our hearing today, that we might come to know who we have been created to be and who you are. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. Listen to the word of God. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless, void, And darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, we give you thanks for the gift of your word. We ask that the words of scripture would find their way into our ears, into our minds, into our hearts, and into our lives. That we might come to be who you created us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the beginning. That, that's pretty good. I mean, that, that, that's very good. Those are good opening words. It doesn't really matter what you read, but uh, b- beginnings are important. Whether you read uh, biography or history or poetry, the, the first few words, the first lines, the first stanzas, they let you know what kind of story you're in for. They let you know uh, who the characters are or what the world is like. They let you know the direction of the story, whether it's a happy story or a sad story or a bad story or a good story. And beginnings are important, not just in literature, but they're important in our lives too. I think about how many beginnings we celebrate. I mean, Many, if not most, of our holidays as individuals, as a nation, as a church, many or most of our holidays are about beginnings, anniversaries, birthdays, Independence Day, New Year's Day, Pentecost Sunday, Christmas Day, Founders Day. We celebrate beginnings. There's something really important about about beginnings that, that, that tell us who we are. That remind us of what our story is. Remind us who we are created to be. I think the reason we, we go back to those beginnings every year is to remind ourselves in the midst of all the changes around all the chaos in our world, those beginnings remind us of what our story is. 
Those beginnings remind us who God created us to be. And so as we uh, prepare to journey through the Bible together this coming year, the best place to start is, of course, in the beginning, the beginning of Scripture, and also maybe a, a, a more personal beginning as well, to remind ourselves of who we are. In the beginning, God created the light. God spoke. God said, let there be light. God divided the light from the darkness, creating day and night. And as soon as God created light, something else uh, sprang into being as well. It was, it was vision. You need light for vision. And as soon as God created the light, vision became possible. Almost. Right? I mean, there, there's nobody to see it yet. But vision, theoretically, vision is possible. God creates light, and now there's this, this possibility, the potential of great vision. God separates the, the light from the dark. God creates day and night, and God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the first day. Now, up on the hill, just a, a few miles away, uh, James left his home. He did this uh, no matter what the weather was like. He always left his home and he traveled uh, three or four miles down the hill into the valley because there was a vision for what God was doing in this valley. It wasn't really a church. You couldn't call it a church yet. There was no real building. They met together in barns or in homes and there were just a few of them. But they still came together and they worshiped together. They couldn't afford a preacher, but James would lead them in prayer, and then uh, they, would, they would study the Bible. And James would go from house to house, and he, would, he worked to make sure they could distribute Bibles to every member of this little, uh, little church that was coming into being. This is not us. This is too far back. This is too distant. But there's a vision that God is doing something close to the river, and it was good. On the second day, on the second day, God created the, the sky and the sea, separated the waters above from the water below, and now the vision began to take shape. It wasn't a shape you would recognize. It was still a bit chaotic, a bit dangerous, a bit early, but there was shape beginning to form. There were outlines. There was a sky. There was a sea. And as God looked at the sky, God looked at the sea, God saw that it was good. This is not our part of the story yet. We have several days before we'll arrive. This is still a little strange and a little foreign. But God looked at the sky. God looked at the sea. God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. Back in the valley, James and his friends had continued living their faith together. And they had started to grow. They couldn't cram into barns and homes forever. They needed something else. And there was a woman in the community. Her name was Addie. And Addie had a central piece of land. And they worked with her. They worked with their neighbors. And they built a, a small log building. It was not exactly luxurious, but it was a place they could come together for worship. And they also uh, came together to study. And in this small log church, this, this handful of people who saw a vision they came together and they read scripture and they memorized scripture and they recited scripture as they studied the Bible together. And even though this was a major change, having a, a, a permanent building, so they thought, even though this was a major change, they were still the same people. It was still the same vision. They worshiped together. They read the Bible together. They came together to live their faith and to grow as they studied God's word and as they gave thanks to a God who loves us no matter what. And it was good. Now on the third day, on the third day, God set the boundaries of the waters. 
He put borders on the the chaos of the seas and God gathered together the dry land. And on this dry ground, God caused a plant to spring forth, trees and grasses and flowers and vines. And uh, the, the, the dry land was filled with life. And as God looked at this dry land, as God looked at, the, at the, the plants that were growing on it, God could see the light in the dark. God could see the sky and the sea. God could see the ground and the plants. And God had set the stage for everything that was about to come. This is not our part of the story. Not yet. But at this point, we can see that the stage is set. The arenas are in place. Creation is about to pick up. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. Back in the valley, that little log church, it wasn't big enough. They had continued to grow. They had continued to gather together. They had continued to add to their numbers. And that little group of people who had a vision for what God was doing in the valley, they decided they, they needed to take a leap. They needed to, try and, they needed to try and find a way to get a pastor. They put together all the money they could find. It wasn't very much, but uh, they they partnered with another church and they found a man named Daniel, a good biblical name. And like his biblical namesake, Daniel was a man of vision. He could see something happening in that valley that the others couldn't see yet. Daniel could see that God was at work in a way they might not expect and they were going to need more space. So uh, they moved out of that log church and they built a brick church, a brick church that would, was much larger and much more permanent, a brick church that could handle anything God was about to throw their way. Oh, they were so wrong. Right, but they built this brick church and they were ready. The stage was set. The arenas were in place. They had a building. They had a pastor. They were ready to live into this vision. God was working in the valley and it was good. Now, on the fourth day, on the fourth day, the story changes. Day one, two, and three, we see God creating the places, the arenas, the space of creation. But on the fourth day, God goes back and begins to fill the places. God fills the day with the greater light we call the sun. And the sun hangs in the sky in the daytime. And at night, God hangs the moon and the stars, the lesser lights. And suddenly, creation starts to, it starts to fill with these, these things that God has put in place. And now, we, we don't really recognize it. There's still no, no, no creatures, but, but it's something we can imagine as God hangs the sun and the moon and the stars and God sees the lights and God saw that it was good and there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. Back in the valley, back in the valley, things started to pick up speed as well because a railroad went in. The railroad connected the big city with this this little church in the valley and as the railroad went in, things started to gather steam. Oh, that's a bad choice of words. (laughs) Sorry about that. Regardless, as the railroad went in, things started to pick up the pace and they started to move a lot faster and people started to come out to the valley and they started to move into the village and now there were more people and more people and they they, they couldn't stay in that little brick church. It it started to swell and they they had to move out so they they constructed a, a giant stone church, a beautiful stone church that would bless generations for the future. And when they were building this stone church, the unthinkable happened in our country. Our country went to war with itself. The northern states and the southern states went to war. And people from this little church in the valley, they went to the battles. They went to fight. And this was unthinkable. 
right? This little group of people that, that prided themselves on gathering together for worship, on reading the Bible together, they couldn't stand to have people leave, go into the battlefields. Uh, they, they were okay with people going to a different location, but we wouldn't let them leave the community. So there was a special worship service, and they distributed Bibles to all the soldiers going into battle. So even on the battlefield, they could be part of the community reading the Bible together. Because that's just who this church was. That's who these people were. As they saw the vision of what God was doing in the valley, they would continue worshiping together and reading the Bible together, even in the midst of war. And reading the Bible together, worshiping together, it was good. On the fifth day, on the fifth day, God filled the sky with birds and the, the oceans and the seas with fish. And now, now it's a vision we can imagine. It's not necessarily something we remember before history, but we can imagine. We can close our eyes and imagine what birds look like. We know what fish look like. This is something, it, it's still foreign to us, but it's a vision we can see. We can reach out to this, this past with our imaginations. And now, now creation was, was, was full of life. And God saw this life in creation, and it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. Back in the valley, that little church was full of life, and it continued to grow, and it continued to expand, and the building changed over and over as they, they needed more space to study the Bible together. They built classrooms, they built chapels, they built programs and structures so they could continue worshiping and they could continue reading the Bible together. And this characteristic started to emerge in this little church because the people were very different from one another. Some of them came from the old guard, some of them from the new guard, some of them uh, fell one way on social issues and some of them fell the other. And this was a church that did not agree, except they agreed that they would disagree out there and worship in here. And so they disagreed about all the important things outside the walls except the main thing. And they came together in that stone church and they worshiped God together. And they read the Bible together. And they started to build systems and structures to make sure that their children and their children's children would be able to continue worshiping and reading the Bible. They gave their, their money. They gave their time. They gave their energy. And the church continued to grow. And it was good. The sixth day... The sixth day is exciting because that's us. On the sixth day, God created all the creatures, all the animals, and then God created the humans. And this is finally our part in the story. This is the piece of the vision that we can see. And as God created the plants and the animals and the creatures and the humans, God stepped back and God saw all of creation. The light and the dark, the sky and the sea, the plants and the land. God saw the, the sun and the moon, the birds and the fish, the creatures and the humans. And as God saw everything in creation, God saw that it was very good. There was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. Back in the valley, this is our part of the story. Some of us remember these parts of the story. Some of us are new to these parts of the story, but this is our part of the story of the little church in the valley because uh, the, the years moved on. The church survived incredible hardship. Uh, the, 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 the flu in 1918 and the, the Great Depression, World War I, World War II, and, and there were pastors, pastors with names like, like George and David and Dana 
pastors with names like, like Kevin and Sarah. And as that church continued uh, worshiping God together and reading the Bible together, they created all kinds of exciting programs, the, 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 the journeymen and vacation Bible school and koinonia and Bible basics and book studies and youth group and the Ansby Sunday school class. And that little church kept doing the same things it had done for 200 years, worshiping together and reading the Bible together because that's just who the church is. That's who they had always been. That's who they always were. That's who we are now. And that's who we will continue to be. And even in the midst of uncertain times, we revisit the story of our own beginning. We remember who we have always been. We are a church that worships God together. We are a church that reads the Bible together. We are a church, we like each other. We're a church that does hard work. We're a church that greets one another. We are a church that lives and grows and serves in grateful response to God's love. We are a church that proclaims the good news of the gospel, that Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ will come again. This is who we've always been. Even in the midst of uncertain times, this is who we are. And it's good. Now, you know that the story of creation isn't a six-day story. It's a seven-day story. After God did all that work, God did the only natural thing, God took a rest. God relaxed. And so, for us, this part of our story, let's rest. Let's relax. After worship, let's all get together and relax on the front lawn. Let's eat sandwiches, let's eat cookies, let's play in a bounce house, and let's celebrate the fact that God has called us to be a church of vision. God has called us to come together in worship. God has enabled us to read the Bible together. Let's rest. Let's celebrate. Let's continue to be who we are. Let's continue to be who we were last year. Let's continue to be the people God created us to be in the beginning. In the beginning. That's good. That's very good. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen.